claims advice, we're offering a free missold pension assessment. Just text PEN to 60777 and get claims advice. We'll call you back. Text PEN to 60777 now. Good afternoon, you're listening to Sam Peck and... Mark Hellings on, on the hour. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know what we do, we go on... Um, shouldn't you be working on... Wandsworth Radio. What time are we on? Well, 13.02 now. We <laughs> would have been on the hour if you were uh, consistent with your timings. I'd rather you didn't play with yourself. I'm not playing, me. I'm not playing myself. <laughs> you were... You're rearranging them, I believe. I was rearranging my jacket and my, it <laughs> through my pockets. Yeah, to be fair, pockets, when they do fall in and out of places, it does look like you're, you're touching areas that you shouldn't. Oh, but when do you ever... I mean, what, does your pocket stitching get make you uncomfortable? Does it fall into your groin? <laughs> no, but I've actually got, on my suit jacket, on my suit trousers, I've actually got like quite sharp stitching and I'm not happy about it. For real? For real. Where do you get it from? Uh, just this small tailor on Savile Row. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, <I laughs> Called Mr. Lewin. <laughs> yeah, Mr. T.M. M&S Lewin. Well, T.M. Lewin makes it uncomfortable because they want to keep you at sharpest, don't they? Well, they want you to be all stuffy. And be put like, put oh. little spikes in your pockets so you're constantly uh, running to the next sale. <laughs> yeah, like, to be fair. That, anyway, we're not going, <laughs> going to when is a good time to buy a suit. Cause when like, is a good time to buy a suit? It's obviously the sale season, isn't it? And when is happens. sale season? Coming up January. Um, pretty soon it'll be January. I'll get my suits from M&S. Do you? Nice. I've got mine from M&S as well. No, you fair. don't. I did. I, I took your advice. I got that hundred and like one pound one. No, I, I don't get the hundred and one pound one. I get the luxury sports fit one. <laughs> the sports fit? Why? It says that easy it's, breathing. Or something. It says that it's completely waterproof, so you can go swimming in it. That's decent. Uh, again, I wouldn't do that myself. Um, but we're not here to talk about cheap suits, are we? We're here to talk about what we're we here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean um birthday no we got ghost content yeah ghost content but you also wanted to talk about the famous birthday yeah well we like every time every week every time we have the show we always look for people that we know well and their birthdays yeah and this week is one of your close friends yeah so we met each other weirdly in vancouver Oh um, yeah, yeah. She was just doing a gig, and I was just doing some stand-up. Like, you, were, you, you were begging outside. <laughs> yeah. I was there, like, please. Um, so yeah, we met there. We had a couple of drinks. We got on. She invited me back to her house in the Spinnaker Tower in Portsmouth. In this Portsmouth. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? What you back in the UK yeah, now? Now we're back in the UK. Okay. How uh, was this? Did you end up there? Yeah, we ended up at the Spinnaker Tower together, um, and we had a great night. She brought some of her mates. Drake was there as well. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. Does that give? Oh uh, yeah, that yeah, gave that, it away. That gave it away. Nicki Minaj. But how old is she? <laughs> you <laughs> idiot! You didn't look. I the did. whole point. She's of this. thirty-six years old. Today. She's getting on a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she is. Guess how how tall she is. Uh, oh, she's very. I think she's a little uh, squat one. Uh, <laughs> five foot two. She's one meter fifty-seven mm. meters. That means nothing to anyone. Well done. Yeah, no meters. Like who says it in that? It Americans. American Yankee Doodle. Do they? I thought <laughs> Americans were like he's six foot four, dude. 
Uh, he's a sixer. Uh, <laughs> he's a delicious sixer. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they do actually because they work in feet and inches because they're. But when it comes to driving, it's kilometers. Hmm? No, nah, uh, they do MPH. I think in the Southern states. Nah, I don't think they do. Yeah, because when you hear like on cop shows, it's like that guy's going one sixty, and then you do the math, and it's like he's going <laughs> seventy miles an hour. Yeah, like, that's fine. <laughs> um, but we just want to say happy birthday, Nicki Minaj. Um, I hope you're enjoying your time in the Spinnaker Tower in Portsmouth. Yeah, I've heard it's rubbish. <laughs> it's rubbish and it's quite expensive. But like, if you want to tweet about the show, it'd be really helpful just mm. to drive traffic. You've got a massive following. She's got bigger problems. What are her problems? Her career's waning. Is it? Why? Because of Cardi B? Cardi B's the new... Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, yeah. the hottest rapper in the game right now. She is, yeah. But to be fair, Nicki, little Nicki, is like she lets me call her. Yeah, little Nick, Nick. little Saint Nick. <laughs> little Saint Nick, Saint Nicholas. She lets me call her Santa Ooh, Claus. Little Saint, <laughs> <Nick>. <laughs> little Saint Nicholas. Um, she's a, g- a good person. Um, but yeah, this is this is for her. Oh, is it a Nicki song? This or is, is Nicki it Drake? Song? No, it's not Drake. It's it is actually she's featuring in it as well. <laughs> it's not even her song, but it's the best one she's been in. <laughs> It's Swish Swish featuring Nicki Minaj by Katy Perry. Okay. They know what is what, but they don't know what is what. They just strut. What the fuck? A tiger. Don't lose no sleep. And that was Nicki Minaj featuring Katy Perry with Swish Swish. You're Other now, way around. Whatever. Everyone gets it, Mark, all right? It's called music. You don't get it. I do bad. get it. It's <laughs> my favourite genre. What, music? Music. <laughs> it's your favourite genre. All music. I just listen to... I splice together ten different songs and listen to them all in one go. That's kind of what a lot of genres do, mainly dance music. Okay. <laughs> You're doing hand gestures. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's right, yeah, sure. um, It wasn't a swear one, though. No, it's the peace sign. Peace, peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> Who came up with that? Uh, John Lennon. Mm, I think it was Churchill. What, All right. peace and love? He does the peace sign. No, he, that, he didn't oh, make he that does. up. He did not make that up. I don't know if he made it up, but... <laughs> yeah, well, you can't say he made it up, then. Well, no, I think he was one of the pioneers of the uh, finger movement. The old, uh, not the swear type, the, uh, the reverse. The, the old swear thing, the V sign, is a hand gesture in which... V for victory. V for victory, not the peace sign though, is it? And the V for victory is him actually doing the swear words. No, that's you're looking at the wrong... I mean, I think he did both. He did the V for victory and the swear type as well, depending on who he was talking to. If he was talking to I'm Eisenhower, then it would have been the peace. Yeah, I'm Hitler desperately trying to, to read this article, but it's too big. I can imagine any article about World War II and Churchill has a few words. Yeah, this, like, Wikipedia article's massive. Anyway, we... um. <laughs> The main theme of today's show is ghosts. Ghosts, which I think we may have done in the past, by the way. Have we? Hauntings. Uh, <laughs> we'll do <it> again. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, why, though? Uh, well, we'll, later get, in the show... We'll get to that little teaser. We will, but later in the show... Maybe. Later in the show, <laughs> we've got some uh, Vox Pops. Okay, and tell the audience what a Vox Pop is. For those not in the bleeding edge of the media <laughs> business like you are. <laughs> well, a Vox Pop is where you take a question to the public yeah. and you get multiple people's opinions on something. And we did one a uh, few weeks ago now. I think we even mentioned it in the last week's show around the ghost dog sightings in Battersea Park. 
Ah, oh, we gave it away. I thought we were teasing people. Well, I think we said it in the last episode, remember? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, well, we did that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. No, um, straw. So, yeah, we took a straw poll. We took a straw poll. But before we get on to that, which is going to be later in the show, Mark, have you ever seen a ghost? No. Have you seen a ghost? My dad has seen a ghost. What was the ghost's name? Um, the ghost's name was his grandma. Oh. Yeah, so... So the actual story, if you would, if you would let me speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. This better not be emotional, like you always make it go. No, it's what? Because I'm like an emotional broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's actually, you go, oh, yeah, ghost. And then you go, well, it's actually really sad, actually. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sit back and let the tears flow. Yeah, it's like, so my dad was alone. No, um, <laughs> no, he was in his house in Scarborough and... Yeah. Again, pardon that noise. We apparently there's some works going on. Yeah, if you could pick that up. Um, but anyway, my dad was in bed in Scarborough and he was falling asleep. This is where it's like, was it just a dream? But he was like very sleepy and <laughs> he woke up to his grandma who'd recently passed away at the end of his bed. Yeah, and was like pointed at the curtain that had just caught fire. What? Yeah. So essentially, dad in bed, probably about 15. And his curtains caught fire. And his curtains were catching fire. How? There was a candle. What is he? Is he 200 years old? <laughs> He's 65. I know, <laughs> but I mean... Mate, it was Scarborough back 65 years ago. Scarborough today is like <laughs> like the rest of the UK in like the, the 80s. <laughs> you know what what, so he didn't have Lecky? They've just got... No. No, they didn't have Lecky. They didn't even... They had an outhouse. Oh, an outside toilet. Yeah, so it's like old school. So essentially, he woke up, saw his grandma at the end of his bed, who was like, Lee. You know, he didn't do that. But it was like, he like, she pointed to the curtain that was catching fire, and then he was like, Mom! Yeah. And then they put the fire out. Wow. That's like a legit story. How did he put the fire out? Did he pour his uh, wash pot over it? <laughs> yeah, well, he actually did do that. And growing up, my dad quite often had like a pot of urine mm. like by his bed because he, cause he grew up. With just weighing in pots. What are they called, those things? Pans. Pans? Pans. There's a specific name for them, aren't they? Tasty wee pans. Tasty wee pans. And you just throw them out on the street in the Victorian times. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen... Um, but then, well, you say that, but I think that's the closest I've had. Do you know that? Have you ever had that feeling when you're half awake and um, like clothes on your chair look like... A figure. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely... That happened to me the other night. That's so bad, isn't it? Yeah, because like, I had my coat on my chair that I have pretty much opposite me. But admittedly, you did put it on a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've told you the mannequin stories, right, from my university? No. No. All right. So my housemate Vicky had this mannequin that she was a fashion student, so she would dress up and like design clothes on. So she took it back to the house, and then we essentially would put it in hooded clothing uh, yeah. and then we would put it in various positions around the house yeah. and one time we just nearly had been burgled anyway so like there was a burglary next door so everyone was a bit shook up mm. so we thought it would be funny to put this mannequin dressed up in hooded clothes <laughs> in this girl's room and when she went in she screamed ah uh. Yeah. So the, he had the intended effect. It did, it really did, and she was terrified. <laughs> the uni, it was so embarrassing. On the last day when the parents came to clear everyone's stuff up, I, I always thought it was funny to hide behind doors and scare people. But I, uh, what I thought was my mate entering the kitchen was my mate's dad, who was about <laughs> 70. And I went like... <laughs> <laughs> and he grabbed his heart. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that was so embarrassing. I did that to, um, and I did it to an electrician who came around as well, oh. accidentally. You should, you should, scaring people isn't the uh, coolest thing to do. No, one last scare story before we go to a little song is that Jimmy's dogs died. So oh, again, so, uh, why are you even bringing up this stuff? Ghost dogs, bro. Yeah. Tying it back into the theme. Okay, carry on. Well, so you've seen his so ghost no, corpse? Yeah. <laughs> A corpse? You bring corpse into it? Did you see the dog? ghost dog? It got put down, right? It was put down. So essentially, yeah. had this golden tree of a lovely dog called Sally, and sadly, it got put down. So they decided to dig a grave for it in their back garden. Oh god! And apparently, digging a grave is like quite a, a serious schlep. Like it's a lot of work. And um, oh yeah, he was he was doing that with his brothers, digging this hole, and his mum was really upset because obviously the dog had passed away, <laughs> and. Um, they thought it'd be really funny to hide in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> and whilst the other brother went to go get the mum to be like, is, it, is this deep enough? So she, he, he went, got the, got the mum to the edge of the grave. And then Jimmy went, <laughs> <laughs> and then she immediately burst into tears. Oh, I can <laughs> and they were like, mum, I'm so sorry. Like, Time and a place for scare tactics. Time and a place. I'd say open graves for a beloved pet. Not so good. And you know what? Scaring people like you did or like Jimmy did is quite naive. And that's our next song by the Kooks. Ding, 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 ding. Tune. I'm not seeing it you're radio. Back. Back again. Back again. It's Sam Peck and... Mark Ellings. What you... T- do you want to do that New York story? New York story? About the plague. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll do that in a sec. <laughs> but we're discussing ghosts in the build-up to our ghost, ghost dog. Hour. Yeah, ghost hour, ghost dog <laughs> exposés of Batsy Park. Um, but we thought before that we'd look at the top 10 most haunted places in London. Yeah. Uh, and you want to start with one of the busiest, most haunted places. I know, and this one's a bit of an odd one, but... An odd one ball. Of, one of the most haunted places in London is... None Liv- o- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go. None other, man. None other than Liverpool Street Station. Ooh, oh. haunting, haunting. Yeah. Do you uh, get... Scared in Liverpool Street Station? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. By the crowds. By the crowd, because it's terrifying around there sometimes. Proper rush out, it's horrible being in there. It's like being in a tide of people. Yeah, and you feel like if I trip, I'll be trampled to death. And no one will bat an eyelid, which no. isn't why there's so many ghosts. Why are there so many ghosts? The ghosts in Liverpool Street are there f- due to the old Black Plague, the Black Death. The Black Death. Everyone's the most notable illness ever to strike anywhere. Is that actually a fact? Well, you know, there's no more famous illness than the old plague, is there? No, not really. What would you say? Uh, what, the most well-known illness? And think of a pandemic. I don't want you saying a horrible thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pandemic, I don't know, like typhoid maybe? Is pretty yeah, bad. that's fair. But the Black Plague is like famous, isn't it? It's like <laughs> the coolest one. <laughs> Um, no, so in Liverpool Street, uh, there was a pit discovered that contained 30 plague victims in it. And yeah. apparently, when they were working on it, workers complained about a ghost of a man in overalls appearing on the eastbound central line. <laughs> that could have just been a drunk person. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe that's why the crossrail's so delayed. Because of ghosts. Ghosts, I mean, that's probably what they're blaming it on. Probably, imagine that, just like, uh, that, that's like a Scooby-Doo episode. It's like... Yeah. 
look, we can't complete the, the crossrail because of the ghost sightings, and it's all because of the manager. He's discovered a pot of gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's trying to spook everyone off, and then it's like, oh, I nearly got away with it. Or he's like, Sadiq Khan's like, why is it so delayed? And he's like, it's ghosts, mate. It's out of my hands. I can't control the paranormal. Yeah, I mean, if well, if you can think of a way to stop 30 ghosts coming to the eastbound central line every night, then we could be done quick sharp. Yeah. Do you want a really bleak... Really, really, bleak. it might bring the tone down a bit. No, what is of. it? Is it another story about some family member? No, it's a ghost story about the plague. Do you want it or is this like the, is this the New York one? It's the it's the York one. Oh, I was going to say because when you said New York, I don't think that they were no they, America existed. Yeah, America hasn't got anything scary because it's just like it was only founded like fifteen years ago. Capitalism, Sam. Capitalism, but Capitalism. expanded, bro. I'm doing the peace sign. Yeah, stop doing that peace sign. Uh, go on then. All right, so. Those who are easily offended, you might want to like close well, your ears for a second. Not easily. You're not going to say something outrageous. You're just going to say something. It's a bit upsetting. scary. Though. It's a bit upsetting. All right. So here it is. So York has been called one of the most haunted cities in Europe, uh, and a lot of it's been down to the Black Plague. Uh, when this family moved into a house in a part of of York, they complained of hearing like crying and yelling and they just said the house <laughs> felt sad oh, God. and uh, apparently in that house there was uh, the black plague and there was a small family uh, two mother father and a daughter and the parents got the plague and back in the day they just thought that the kid had the plague as well so the villagers locked the little girl up in the house with her parents and apparently she didn't have the plague and she just died there. Well done. Well, nice one for that story. I don't know why you (laughs) felt like you had to put that story in our radio show. We've got got enough content for you not to go into like, oh, let's just go into the horrible old times. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But on that one, let's now go for a nice song by Michael Jackson. Are you going to filter it in? Nah, don't, don't make that link. No, well, I was just going to say, I hope that everyone feels a bit better, like the, may, the way you make me feel by Michael Jackson. I feel <sighs> bad for that story. You've done badly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So you're listening to Sam Peck and Mark Ellings on Wandsworth Radio 1 to 3 every week. Uh, I am here with my co-host Mark, but he's currently gone for a wee. And he said that he'd be back in 40 seconds. And he didn't because it's impossible to have a wee in 40 seconds. It's just too difficult to do that. I don't think, I think even just having a wee takes 30 seconds. And he's back. And he's back. He took too long. He How's thought he could, what, what, 10, 15 how, seconds late? How late, are, how late am I? You're a mid- twelve minutes late. <laughs> no, I thought I smashed it. Uh, you haven't been in. My microphone isn't in. Well, it's because you just ran in and expect me to have the microphones ready. I'm out. You think I am? <laughs> you expect me to turn your volume up? So, where were we? Well, I was just saying that no one can have a wee in thirty seconds. No, well, I'm incredibly quick wee. Everyone I knows can, that. I can. I'm sure you washed your hands in that time as well, <laughs> eh, Marco? I did. They're soaking wet. Look at them. They're, They're going to break the microphone. They're so wet. They're not. They're yeah, wet with. <laughs> Urine? No. No. Anyway, back to ghosts, <laughs> all right? So, all right. So, but haunted places, right? Ha- haunted places, most haunted places in London. So we've just had Liverpool Street Station, and our next haunted house or area is... <laughs> the Greenwich Underpass. Ooh. Ooh. 
foot tunnel. Foot tunnel. <laughs> you, ever been, you ever been on it? I've uh, been there. I cycled you, through it. You been? Uh, how was it? It was scary. <laughs> no. did, did you get uh, haunted? I didn't get haunted, but they're saying that it's 24 hours. You can go through like at any time of the day. <laughs> I'm just looking at the picture, and I wouldn't want to go through that in the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. No. It, to, to be fair, it was during the heat wave, and it was remarkably cooler down there. I can imagine. It's terrifying looking at it, even without any of the ghost stuff. I can imagine, because I mean, it goes under the Thames, right? It connects Greenwich to the Isle of Dogs. So the old city slickers in Canary Wharf can go back to the uh, meantime brewery for a half, cheeky half at lunch. <laughs> exactly. You should be doing work, boys, but we know what you're up to. You're selling weird derivatives, haunted derivatives. <laughs> um, so, but it... Even without being haunted, it's under. It looks so small, and you've got the crushing weight of the Thames above you. Yeah, that's terrifying. I like how it says uh, there's both men and women ghosts in Victorian garb. Spooky, spooky. Men and women, so it doesn't. It's it not d- sexist. It's not sexist haunting. This is all inclusive. This is an inclusive haunted place, and. Apparently, which I said is suspect, one of the reasons why it's so haunted is because apparently you can hear footsteps uh, bouncing off the walls late at night. But considering as it's a footpath and you can't see the entire way, it may be other people. It just might be other people. It may be other people stepping. Yeah. Or ultimately, because it looks echoey as well, it might just be someone at the top walking down. Yes. And it may be someone breakdancing. It could be that as well. There's a there's a, a cool blog I found called Amy's Crypt. Amy's Crypt. Amy's Crypt. I'm doing the peace symbol again. Yeah. Um, and she's just going to all these scary pictures, uh, scary places, just taking pictures of herself with like a slightly worried look on her face, and that's that's what it seems like. <laughs> there's a picture of her just on. Like, Is she in the Greenwich the tunnel? tunnel? Yeah, she's at the Greenwich Tunnel, and she just looks like she's worried. Can you just walk? Is it just literally just an entrance to a tunnel that you walk into, or do you have to tell people that you're getting? Is there a lift or something? It's literally a, a footpath. It's weird. That it just seems like it's something that shouldn't be allowed because it's just like it's so literal. It's not. It's not like you're getting in a cable car or something. It's like this is a tunnel underground that you can walk through. It's because there's no there's no cash involved. Everyone's like, what a free foot tunnel in London? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Why? Where's the Oyster card scanner? That's what I'm thinking. I think that would make that would make sense to bring back in. Have you done the Sky? rail thing from in east london you know the, the one, emirates the emirates cable yeah. car that's the biggest waste of money isn't it like who's, who's ever gone on that who's going about an hour and a half out of your way to go on a cable car for 10 minutes to end up at the xl center yeah, yeah. xl is such a bleak place to land as well i know what they should have done listen to this sadiq is have it from one of the boring parts of east london <laughs> that they were trying to attract people to and then drop them off at oxa circus Oxford, well, that's your that's your favourite place in London. <laughs> that would be like, hey, it'd be like a nine mile cable car. Nine mile, and you'd you'd drop you off into the most chaotic shopping atmosphere <laughs> on the planet. I thought you were about to say like a uh, pub. What a pub? Yeah, just bosh you straight into God, a. Imagine being that pub, just getting the footfall from that. Even if you don't want to go, you end up <laughs> just in the pub. Yeah, nice little weather spoons. And you, it's kind of like the um, that deal you get with the Telegraph. You you can either buy the Telegraph. Yeah. And then you get like a bottle of water. Or? Or you just buy the bottle of water and you get the tele- telegraph for free. You could do that with the Skyline. You either <laughs> buy a ticket and you get a pint, or you yeah. just get a pint and you get the ticket for the Skyline. Easy peasy. Car. But the thing is, where's it even drop? Where's it begin? 
I think it literally starts in... In a barren wasteland. Yeah, it's like, I know what we'll do. We'll, like, regenerate this boring part of East London, because it's not in Wandsworth. Am I right, peeps, listening? It's not Wandsworth, which is coming up and coming fast. It is. It, well, it's been a, around for a while, Wandsworth. It's the biggest borough in London. Is it? Yeah. Apparently, it's got the best council tax, apart from... Other than Westminster, everyone always hastens to add. Yeah, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about Westminster. But it's like, no one lives in Westminster. I met someone... We, we probably shouldn't You met someone who long. lives in Westminster. No, <laughs> and we should have said this in the last link about Liverpool Street Station. I met someone who lives near Liverpool Street Station. What do you mean? Like, they have a house in Liverpool Street Station. Are they rich? No. How's and it Apparently, happened? it's like a comedy-sized house. It's like... This, like, it's like two metres by two uh, metres and there's like four people in there Parisian style yeah I'm like get out of there get to the suburbs get down Wandsworth mate Elsewhere. get down what, that's what you say to everyone don't you yeah come on bring it on but why, anyway. don't you, why aren't you down at Bassey why don't you live in Tooting Broadway <laughs> it's no. a nice part of town it is, I used to live in Tooting Beck oh, Next sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> still in the, right? it's in the Wandsworth family yeah it is but the Wandsworth family is fun. Um, but we're going to go to a song now by Postman Pat Malone. That's great. Post Malone. Post Malone. This is his new song, so we're all excited to hear it. Yeah, featuring Sway Lee. Sway Lee. Sway Lee. Uh, it's called Sunflower, and it, apparently it's from the Spider Man intro. Oh. Which is kind of cringe. Oh, posty. You sold out, bruh, but we'll still play you. Oh, you sponsor my beats now as well. God, he's getting the cash. Anyway, stick around for more ghost content after this Post Malone Ghost song. Malone. Ghost Malone. Oh, my word. We're done. <laughs> Here he goes. Postman Pat. Postman Pat. Postman Pat and his black and white cat. And that... Was it's that. what we call close <laughs> cool. That was an, uh, that was well timed from you though. Sam went for some relief during the song. Some brief relief. It Just to refresh himself. Oh god, it feels good, doesn't it? Feels good to be king. Feels really good. But we're going back in with some more ghost related content. That was Ghost Malone featuring Sway Lee and the song was Sunflower. Sunflower. Which what? wasn't one of Bo- Posty's Best songs. You compare that to uh, rock, rock star, rock star. But rock star isn't safe for radio. No, it's not. Features drug use. Features swearing. Features everything that Wandsworth and the borough of Wandsworth is against. Is against. Yeah. And Wandsworth fire p- police would also frown upon. Exactly. Our boys in blue. And we Let's salute. Let's take a moment. And we salute you. Thank you. Thin blue line. Keep it up. All right. Next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would. That was me joking. God, that sounded bad. Yeah. Um, should we do another haunted place, or have you got a haunted story? Uh, no, let's let's do one more haunted place, and then we've got more haunted places. <laughs> <laughs> what haunted place have you, are we going for next? Uh, let's just go for the top one, the flask at Highgate. Yeah, which looks like looking at the picture. I know this isn't a visual medium. Looks like a decent pub. Yeah, it looks nice actually. It's got a nice Chesterfield. Uh, chairs wooden bar wooden bar lots of nice drinks at the back I can see uh, yeah multiple seating areas as well a dark mahogany floor yeah and it looks like it's been trod a lot yeah. a lot of marks there and I think it has been uh, a well trodden pub since its foundation in 1663 1663 if it had been 1666 
it may have avoided the Great Fire of London, but I don't know if the Great Fire of London spread that far north. Is that is that the Great... Yeah, it is. 1666. Yeah. I thought it was when Cronenberg was established. 1664 is Cronenberg. One year off this pub being made. So ultimately... This pub know. probably could have had the first Cronenberg. If anything, I think it did. Oh, I'm reading it now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> That's mental. Because also, think of the advertising and the marketing. It, wasn't, it didn't have the kind of infrastructure. Cronenberg. Cronenberg is a... Dutch beer? Cronenberg's weird. I mean, we'll do this, but Cronenberg's a very weird bit. It, nothing tastes like Cronenberg. Really? Have you ever had a Cronenberg? Yeah, I've had a Cronenberg. It's just beer, isn't it? It'll taste exactly the same. No, it's because um, it's not lager. It's not beer. It's that weird in-between s- s- place. What? It's not a lager? Anyway, is it good? Is it, well, I used to drink it a lot when I was a youth. And they put me off it now. A ute. All right, but anyway, back to the flask in Highgate. Uh, so since 1663, the regulars at the at the pub have uh, said they see a man dressed in a cavalier uniform. Very cavalier of them to say. Exactly. And the figure of an old barmaid who supposedly hanged herself in the basement of the pub. Wow. So that's bleak. <laughs> if, if, out of all of them, out of all the pictures that I've seen on this article from the Standard, we, which we're sponsoring right now, um, that looks like the most place that I'd say looks the most haunted. Yeah, definitely. Stereotypically haunted. And it says, take heed of a sudden temperature drop and swaying of the lamplights as regulars say those are sure signs of a spirit entering the room. Maybe to drum up business, they just turn off the radiators every so often. It's just like everyone, every so often it's like, Ugh. I like how it's now a Fuller's pub as well. They make yeah. it clear as well. They're like, Fuller's. The now Fuller's pub. Fuller's owned. Blimmin' pub conglomerates. Taking over our pubs. Green Man, Fuller's. Green King. Green King, that's what I meant. Idiot. Green King, Fuller's. Anyone else? Weatherspoons. Weatherspoons, but they kind of, you know. They're more restaurants, they're more high-end. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're more high-end. <laughs> that's more like a date spot. The yeah. Churchill in Mayfair, you know that one that has the hundreds of trees outside it, so very recognisable. They have like flowers hanging over the whole thing. Yes. That's a Fuller's pub. Is it? Yeah. Not gonna lie, they've got the best locations. They really do. The spoons have the best, some of the best places. Yeah. Have you been inside the big spoons in the city? What the Leaden cross keys? Cross keys. Oh, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Old HSBC banking hall. Is that what it is? Yes. To be fair, not to talk about spoons locations too much. Other uh, large pub conglomerates are available. <laughs> we don't have to say that. But the uh, the one in Bristol is in the old Stock Exchange building. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is a cool building to have. Exactly. The one by Liverpool Street, another haunted venue we've discussed, uh, is an old ballroom. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty fancy in there. It's because I think they've got the cash to buy the big places. The places where people want to go. They actually have got a really, really cool one, similar in North London near Highgate, uh, on uh, by Finsbury Park. They've got a converted cinema. See, and that is really cool because you're in there and it's like a huge cinema area almost, but then you're just having a lager. I'd rather it was a cinema. No, yeah, Yeah. oh, yeah, you go to the cinema too much. Um, and they've got the app, so you don't even have to go to the bar anymore. That's defeating the beauty of the pub because well, wait, waiting for service exactly. Because what's (laughs) nice about going to the pub is that you meet strangers and you may have conversations with them, you might not because you're an antisocial person. (laughs) Um, but one person who would agree with me is Frank Sinatra. Who's up next with Strangers in the Night? (laughs) Oh, I think there was supposed to be a jingle, and let's just have that jingle very quickly. We love one. 
Oh, you're playing a song at the same time. I really didn't mean to do that. Cool. Stop it. Yeah, there you go. It's cool. We good. We good. We good. We good. I think. Is it still playing? It is still playing. Oh, that's annoying because we were looking forward to listening to that and you screwed it up. All right. So um, now I'm ready to go whenever you need. Now we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna smash through this list because uh, we spent quite a lot of time on the top three. So coming in at number four is Fifty Berkeley Square. In Mayfair, someone's actual house. Apparently, uh, there's a deranged ex-tenant and resident female ghosts. Um, oh, that's a horrible story. It's about um, a woman who was abused by her uncle <laughs> and now haunts the house. Okay, next. Wow. Okay, thanks for that one, Mark. <laughs> um, next in at number five, we've got room 333 at the Langham Hotel in Marleybone. Uh, the room has a eerie relation to the Satanic 666 and has several ghost spotted uh, spotted sightings there, um, especially in that specific room, and has had a uh, BBC announcer, James Alex Gordon, also claimed to see the spectre there as well while staying here. Who did? James Alexander Gordon. James Gordon. Not, not James Corden. Not James Corden. James Alexander Gordon apparently he works for radio. He works for the BBC. <laughs> just a random employee. Just some guy. And a marketing manager at the BBC. Uh, <laughs> next is the Theatre Royale on Drury Lane where you'll find um, the man in grey or the ghost of Joseph Grimaldi um, has sometimes been caught backstage by actors, directors and even the lowly stagehand. <laughs> Oh, crazy. <laughs> um, coming in at number seven. Yeah, I think so. Uh, is the Queen's House. Uh, <laughs> and this is where the famous picture was taken of the tulip staircase in which it seems to show two semi-corporeal beings. Cor- corpor- <laughs> like corpse beings, apparently, in a picture. So check that one out. Nice. And then coming in at eight is Handel House, which is... Um, a Roman ca- where a Roman Catholic priest carried out an exorcism for a ghost spotted by two fundraisers believed to be the ghost composer of George Frederick Handel himself whoever that is crikey mikey and at number nine <laughs> we've got the Highgate Cemetery Highgate's coming in twice this list wow get away from Highgate because <laughs> there are ghosts but apparently in 1970 after several spooky sightings of a strange man by locals in the cemetery magician Sean Manchester declared a vampire hunt on the night of the th- Friday the 13th uh, hoping to see vampires but they didn't see any <laughs> okay well that's that would that's predictable um, and then topping the list or not topping the list I this isn't in order this is just this is number 10 this is number 10 uh, is Hampstead Heath Woo. everyone terrified of Hampstead Heath I've been there I've never seen a ghost um, but apparently visitors have seen got the creeps for years and you see the spirit of Dick Turpin at the Spaniards Inn which is near Hampstead Heath. So go there if you want to be scared by old Dickie. <laughs> old Dickie Turpin. Old Turpin. So thanks, Dickie Turpin. Um, but what they've missed out on the list is... Battersea Park. <laughs> <laughs> Where we've been investigating. We've been doing our own investigative journalist work. We've been putting our famous journalist hats on. What's the famous one that I couldn't think of? Louis Theroux. Old Louis Theroux. Is, we've been out throughing to find out about the old uh, doggo sightings in Battersea. Asking the public. Asking the public about what they think and why they think there's ghosts there. But before that, which is coming up, at two, we're gonna go for some razor light. Hopefully, let's see if this works. <laughs> and it's worked. Oh nice. yeah! Enjoy. 
and you're back in the second hour of Shouldn't You Be Working with Sam Peck and Mark Hellings. It is spooky hour. Spook hour. I wish you. <laughs> yeah, you haven't come up with your own jingle on the fly there. All I've got is. Y'all better check your text. <laughs> you better check your text. Check no, <laughs> don't play it again. I can't get rid of it. It's All right then. So, spooky hour. So this is our professional hour. Yes. So the concept is so. A while ago, Sam said to me, um, hey, Mark, we need to make the radio better, more tight. We can't just talk about pizzas and haircuts. And I said, well, that's our strongest content, but whatever. And so you introduced the idea of Vox Pops to me, which is interviewing strangers. Interviewing strangers, exactly. And I said, I don't want to do that. And then Sam said, very predictable. And I said, well, if if we're going to do it, we've got to do it on a fun concept. You wanted to ask people how their day was. No, I wanted to know what they're spending all their time on their phones doing. Yeah, and I said, if you ask random people in the park what they're doing on their phones, they're going to think that you're robbing them. Especially if I was dressed up in a hoodie. No one's going to think I'm mugging them. Oh, well, you've got a kind face. I've got a very kind face. Yeah, but you're six foot four. They'll probably think he's trying to give money to the poor or something like that. He's trying (laughs) to raise cash. Yeah, well, why go, and what are you doing on your phone? Oi. 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 Let me have a go on your bike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I said no. So the halfway ground we came to was an interesting concept, which was dog ghosts. Well, yeah, the actual thing is we were having a chat, we were discussing the concept, and I was like, look, you just want to ask stuff about ghosts. And then you were like, yeah, yeah. ghosts, dogs. And then you wanted to go down the Blue Peter route, <laughs> yeah. of, like famous dogs, and I think we might have one of those coming up. But we're going to have a few of these interviews over the next couple of weeks because we got like loads of them and they're, they're quite good yeah. depending on how well they're received but to start off I think we've got to peel back the behind the scenes of how we work which is badly exactly and you've got to remember we've never done this before so yeah. we were we were pretty green pretty green green horns nervous green horns nervous noobs caspers friendly ghosts exactly so this is a small snippet of us building ourselves up to <laughs> please don't have swell words. yeah I hope there's, uh, essentially this is us building ourselves up to do our first Vox Pop we were so scared but essentially we are trying to do an expose on the recent increase of ghost dog sightings at Battersea Park so here's me here's the prep here's me hyping myself up alright so hi there can I grab you for a second no um hey could I I think I think you've got to be quite you've got to say hey can I ask you a few questions about Hey, I'm, I think you just. Hey, I'm from Wandsworth Radio. Can I ask you a few questions? Yeah. About. Yeah. And then you going to get. And then you might say, "What about?" And then you just go into. I don't think you've got to get permission. No. I right, was just doing but a. I box think you're pop. in a public place. You don't have to. Yeah, it's fine. And who listens? No one. That's the thing. What if people are all like, they can't use my voice. Then we just won't record it. They would. They would just say, "Oh, we've deleted it." Yeah, and we'll just delete it then. Can't then. What Not about this blind guy. <laughs> So that was us. I think we swore at the end. <laughs> yeah. And I think I said blind guy. That was basic prep, but we've got more preparation coming up. <laughs> we've got more. Is that interesting prep, Jack? <laughs> it wasn't. A, that wasn't our best <laughs> sample. There's more to come like that. We've got a bit of Mark prep. <laughs> should, we, should we have a song or should we do Mark prep now? No, uh, do my prep because I think it... It may be more, because there is, you know, this is our preparation. <laughs> this is prep, guys. So, cut some slack. Okay, so here's Mark hyping himself. I think he's giving me advice on how to do it. Yeah, so here I it is. I think so. Here it is. Genuinely, a 
apparently there's been ghost dog sightings. Ghost dogs? Exactly. Oh, I don't believe have that. You, have you, I know, it's, it's far-fetched, but there's been a 25% increase yeah. in the ghost dog sightings yeah. over the last six months. Have you, A, seen any of the dog No. Open-end. So that was Mark. That was Mark. Me and Mark doing a run through, <laughs> reassuring you. Yeah, because you weren't asking open-ended questions. Yeah, it's because I was so nervous, though. <laughs> I've never felt nerves like that. I don't think. I know. It, well, it's horrible. Yeah, going up to explain a concept that doesn't make any sense to people who don't want to talk to you. No, it's really horrible. You felt a bit preachy. Like our next song, "Preach" by Mo. But stick around for more ghost dog related, <laughs> related content. Here it goes. So Mark is now holding the microphone like he's about to sing a rap battle. Sam hates Wandsworth. <laughs> I don't. I love Wandsworth, and you know it, Mark. Uh, so back to the new Ghost Dogs feature, where we are asking the public about what they think of the rising dog ghost sightings uh, in Battersea Park. Exactly. So you just heard some absolute top quality content <laughs> beforehand, which I think we probably shouldn't have been. So you've heard the preparation, which admittedly was funnier when we listened to the clips on Friday and before we cut them up. Yeah, I think we were bored at the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's but always a danger doing it. Now, the next thing is Sam backing out of the idea of talking about dog ghosts. He wants to go back to ask people what they're doing on their phones. Uh, so have you got the clip locked and loaded, my man? Give me one second. Okay. So and I do. Good. Send it through. So this is, yeah, this is me trying to back out. I'm so scared. I wish we could just ask people nice questions about how their day is. Yeah, but that's never going to get you on to um, capital, is it? And now we're on the bloody running part again. Could ask these lads. 25% Just go, I mean, you've probably got to be a bit bored. You've got to go, oh, lads. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, lads, can I ask you a couple of questions? Can I ask you a question? If we, and then we'll be like, we can walk, we'll walk with you. And then we'll be like, and we'll never, ever leave. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, we won't leave until you give us 30 How old do you think they are, and are they colleagues or clients? <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris Watson. <laughs> and they're like, what the f***? <laughs> that was a really good time. That was there. a close edit. <laughs> <laughs> also, that is we shouldn't have said. We shouldn't have. <laughs> okay, so that was Sam trying to back out, but luckily he didn't back out. We stuck with the dog ghost feature. Um, so, are we playing a song now? Or we can we... have a quick song. <laughs> so, after the song is our first attempt, which doesn't end so well, and then the full interview. So. <laughs> Stick around. Stick with us. It's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. This is the Fugees with Ready or Not. Are we ready or not? <laughs> we'll find out. And you're back with Sam Peck and Mark Hellings. You are listening to some of the most fire content. One of our best, the most professional content we've ever produced. Pretty much because A, we did it with a microphone and having the microphone at Battersea Park where it's like loads of like young mid-twenties people 
it's like a, it's a magnet. <laughs> is it a magnet? Because everyone was looking, but more looking at us like, God, yeah. I hope they don't talk to us. Exactly. We just looked like two madmen. Well, we looked like university students trying to get like a pole on something. <laughs> yeah, except from we're both. Well into our 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it 10 times more tragic. That's probably what made it weirder. They're like, God, they, those guys don't look like they should be doing this. Yeah, they look like they should maybe think about get, having kids yeah. or getting a car on finance. And it's like, why are they walking up to me with an obviously broken <laughs> microphone? Because that's the thing. We To get an air of legitimacy, we've got one tiny microphone, like a lapel mic, which you use in TV interviews. But we had to steal a broken mic from Wandsworth Radio, a big one, so that we had, so it looked like we were using the real deal when in fact we were imposters. Yeah, and I remember it was probably the coldest day. Yeah, wet as well. It was cold and wet, and it was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to speak to anyone. By the end of it, I was like frozen to my bones. Yeah, God, I had to run in front. I remember because I went to go to my sister's house for dinner after we did that. And I basically burst through her front door and ran to the radiator and was hugging it. And I've been in the Arctic circle for a month. It's like, this is horrendous. But we now have our first attempt of trying to get one of the interviews around the the increased sightings of ghost dogs in Battersea Park. Pretty good attempt. Why so, don't you let it, let it speak for itself? So here it is. And I hope this is more interesting than some of the other things that we've been doing. But here is our first attempt of a interview. All right, here okay. it goes. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, Can we ask him no, questions? No, no worries. There we go, first one down. That was a no. <laughs> but it begins. <laughs> it begins. Do you feel better or worse? Uh, I feel well, a, lot, a lot worse. I've, at the time, I felt slightly better. Well, yeah, I mean... You wouldn't you you wouldn't think that people would be so distant when you want to talk to them about ghosts. Yeah. But a lot of people did not want to give us the time of day. No. I think you made the point really well in the earlier prep question part that we played. You may not have picked it up if you're listening on the tube or wherever you are right now. <laughs> is that Mark was like, you have to be really confident going into this. If anything, like, you've got to be arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Like crazy, crazy confident. Hey, like, idiot. Oi. Oi, get over it. <laughs> Oi, you ugly. Oi, ugly. Ghosts. What do you think about them? What? Nothing. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, get out of here, you fool. You, do you even know what one is? But we managed to... We, we struck up a perfect balance between them. Yeah, <laughs> we found the... the but but that, the main way, reason we got rejected is because I went in like... <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> but we were also... Um, the place we had picked for that one was like in the... We were kind of in the corner, like near a tree, weren't we? We were practically down an alleyway. Yeah, so we looked like we were trying to like lure people in for something. We were like, "Oi, hey, shh, shh, you got a minute? Come over here. <laughs> hey, want to play some dice? Yeah, it looked like we were about to flash or something. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it didn't help. I was wearing a long. Yeah, long you overall. were wearing a yeah, trench coat with nothing on underneath. And also to make me look legit, well, I I decided to put one of my headphones in my ear and then have the cable run through to my backpack like yeah. I was carrying a radio transmitter. <laughs> and you also had your iPod, uh, your iPhone charger, yeah. like your charger pack, like on display to make it look like we had tech. <laughs> yeah, I know, it, was all, well, it, it helped. But exactly. we eventually summoned up the kahunas to actually perform and conduct an interview on the rise of ghost dog sightings, which is going to come up after this next song, which is... Don't Stop Believing by Journey. In Ghosts. In ghosts. Oh, why oh. didn't you <laughs> Sorry. finish that? Sorry. Don't Stop Believing in Ghosts by Journey. Here it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't 
So that was Don't Stop Believing Journey, Don't Stop Believing in Ghosts, which ties us in nicely to our next feature. Well, what we've been building up to the whole show, which is our first actual interview about dog ghost sightings in Battersea. Exactly. So without further ado, should we just go straight into it? Kicking in, kickaroo. This is a our expose on ghost dog sightings, which is the number. Here it is. Enjoy, yo. Cool. We are we, we're working for Wandsworth Radio, hence all, oh, my, yeah. hence all this. And all we're this doing gear. an investigative report about Battersea at the moment. I don't know if you've heard in the headlines about like the huge increase in um, dog ghost sightings around no. here. Yeah. Have you not read about that? No. Oh. Yeah, so apparently according to the um, press, uh, do you want to um, yeah. run through the queue? Are, are you okay? It's literally yeah, like one minute. One no, minute. no, no, no. Dogs. Yeah, yeah, dog ghosts. Because you've got a little dog right. here, though. Yeah, not a ghost, though. No, real one. a real one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So, essentially, there's been six ghost dog sightings this year in Battersea Park. Uh, why Battersea? Yeah, why do you think? Well, it's the park of the dog, isn't it? Yeah. You know? I know that's what a lot of people have been saying. Yeah. Mm. But what about the park itself? Well, I imagine that this dog... Is it the same dog all the time, or is it a different Well, one? we don't know. It's a good point, actually. Yeah. So, there's been six separate sightings. To yeah. the Metropolitan Police. To the Met. People have been phoning People have been in. phoning the police? Yeah. Oh my god! So, right. do you think it's purely just because there's lots of other dogs about? Or? I think a dog must have come to a really unfair end here. What? What? A mile that way. A mile that way. Oh, Battersea Dogs Home. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Sorry, duh. <laughs> I know that's what everyone's saying. Yeah, yeah. They Sorry, sat. I didn't make the connection. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's not the Battersea Dog Home, but essentially, it probably makes sense for it to be that, that side those of things. Dogs, they put it down and come in back to <laughs> yeah, why would they That's all so here? Bleak. No, I think it's probably just a dog that died here and it hasn't settled here. its affairs. You know, it probably died I'm just fin- of old age, and but it hadn't settled its affairs. I think it's all those ones that the vets stuck drugs into, and, and they at the, the end of the road there, and they're all here. <laughs> oh, I think it could be that. If you guys were ghost dogs, and it is a bit far fetched. Where would you guys reside? Yeah, where you're on. I would 100. What you mean in this park? Or anywhere, anywhere. in London? Well, yeah, here would be good, and and I'd definitely up right over there where there's loads of squirrels. There might be ghost squirrels. <laughs> there probably are ghost yeah. squirrels, and what that's probably yourself? what the ghost dogs do. Smithfield. Smithfield. Lots of bones. Oh, yeah. oh okay. dark. And last question. You're 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 all right. You've got some good answers there. You guys, <laughs> you guys can stay. Um, and last last thing again. How would a ghost dog sound? Do we have to actually make the noise? If you... He's not going to. <laughs> Go on. Oh, I'll start God. if you want. Go on then, you do it first. I'm thinking more of a whimper. That's like, the sad one, though. Like, how, would you, how would you do it? Um, no. <laughs> like a creaky door. <laughs> that is. That's a creaking door. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Like a scary creaky door. All right, guys. We yeah, won't take we any won't more take time. time. Thank, Thank you very you so much, much, guys. What is this about? So, yeah, I mean, Wandsworth Radio. Well, tune in, yeah. Tune in, definitely. (laughs) All right, see you guys later. So, that was the first interview we did. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Uh, (laughs) It's all right. It's not bad, is it? Should we evaluate it after the adverts? Yeah, I think let's do some sweet adverts now, uh, and then we're going to break that down because I don't know if you heard that, but that guy gave some creepy answers. Stick around for more ghost ghost dog content after the adverts.
I do hope I remember this spell. We've now got a quick song before we go into the Ghost Dog interview and evaluate a little bit more. But this is She's the One by Ghost. Robbie Williams. She's the One Ghost by Robbie Williams. song for the whole family that one I hope Robbie Williams never becomes a ghost or dies because he will be immortal I think by that time technology will develop to a point where he won't need to die wow he's quite old now right Uh, he's like 40 no he must be older than that is he he's uh, he's got a very young wife yes attractive wife I believe (laughs) (laughs) geezer Sam coming out (laughs) less of that um what am I? Uh, so, we, are, we have just done the thing, right? Yeah, we've just spoken about the ghost dog sightings, and we just want to pick apart the interview quickly, because there was a few things that were mildly entertaining. In hindsight, will they be entertaining? I don't know. 44 years old. 45. Robbie Williams is 44. 44, and he's done a song called Ghosts. I think I knew that, and we'll play that in a moment. <laughs> okay, so we've done the interview. Yeah, and one thing that was quite entertaining about that interview is the the man in particular. And the annoying thing was he w- he was microphone shy, which seems to be the running theme when we're doing these things, right? Like yeah. the ladies, we all, I mean, it's always because when you're in a park dog walking, there's always couples. Yeah. They're always very interested and, if anything, more friendly Men are openly hostile. <laughs> exactly, and but he he was host, he was hostile in the fact that he just was evading the microphone. Yeah, and he gave some weird answers. Probably yeah. reason for him evading it. So like the first answer he gave, <laughs> but we did some work, managed to amplify him. <laughs> I think we've been able to amplify it, but we'll see how it goes. But this is his answer to why. Battersea. I think so. And I think it's alluding to Battersea Dog's home, but we don't condone that here at Wandsworth. Let's hope we can hear it. it. Here it is. Here's the little clip of him saying that. So, here it is. The vet's stuck drugs into, and they're at the end of the road there, and they're all here. So I don't know if that made sense. Should we hear that one more time? Yeah, and then I'll, for the sake of clarity, I'll repeat it. (laughs) Because that was hard to hear. The vet's stuck drugs into, and and they... at the end of the road there and they're all here so what he's getting at there is <laughs> what the <laughs> hell was he saying <laughs> the reason why bat- dogs have chosen Battersea to haunt is because Battersea dogs home he says vets stick drugs into him and then they all end up in the park oh yeah they throw the bodies of the dead dogs into Battersea park <laughs> oh that was it so here it is one more time see if you can decide with that the vets stuck drugs into him and, and they at the end of the road there and they're all here so that yeah, he sounds absolutely batshit. Oh, oh, Sam, oh that's that, bad radio. I meant to not. I meant to bleep myself. That was mad. Then <laughs> sorry, everyone. Okay, so well, are we going to go on to the next clip he's got? Yes, and this is the next one where we say where. Oh, oh actually, we got and the next. It's a two-second clip of him, <laughs> like something to do with. Just play it, and we'll say what it is. Okay, so sorry, everyone. Oh, here it is. 
Oh, so what he's saying there is that the dogs have been put down in Battersea Park, but they're coming back to get us. Okay, so there's so it goes like dogs put down. He sounds drunk, doesn't he? Yeah, he wasn't. Let's have it again, just one quick one. Yeah, they've been put down and they're coming back to haunt, which is bleak. Yeah, and so that was that was two of the three clips that he's. That we've got, <laughs> and then here's the last one. So this is when we asked whereabouts in London would you haunt, yeah. and he gave this answer: Smithfield, Smithfield, lots of bones. So he said Smithfields because there's lots of bones. Yeah, which is I don't. Is that because of Jack the Ripper? I think so. Well, it's just because there's lots of dead people. I don't know. Because someone else said like around East London. Yeah. Because I think it's the Ripper vibe true facts because yeah but that was a common theme wasn't it everyone was just like let's do Jack the Ripper like, he was, they were like oh let's do I'm shaken because I'm all shaken <laughs> okay why don't we go to a song yeah and then we'll evaluate we'll, we'll evaluate what we're going to do <laughs> and then we'll evaluate <laughs> more of those clips and then we'll evaluate what we're going to do for 20 minutes no we've got stuff coming up we've got um, the ghost oh no a little thing called uh, spectrophilia. <laughs> Which is about this goes to all you spectrophiliacs <laughs> out there. And then we've also got Wiki Why, which is our feature, where we find silly Wiki How articles. So stick around for that. We've now got the Vamps featuring Demi Lovato, Somebody to You. The Vamps. Yeah. I know. So to continue with the ghost theme, we have a going, little, we have a little article that Mark's found. <laughs> no, Sam, if I said <laughs> I don't know, if I said uh, spectrophilia, what would you what would you think? I would say I'm pretty certain most of your family are them. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that's not the time or the place. You've been bad boy on radio. Today. I know. No. Foul words coming out. Indicating that my family might have a sexual attraction to ghosts. Is that what sex... Spectrophilia. I thought it was sexophilia. It's not sexophilia. I think sexophilia would be a, a fetish for sex, <laughs> which you have. Um, and then spectrophilia <laughs> is a fetish that is classified under the umbrella of paraphilia, which is a whole other thing, which is any sort of attraction to ghosts or spirits. Mm. Sam. What are your thoughts on Casper the Ghost? <laughs> to be fair, Casper the Ghost, first things first, is a child ghost. So I'm not doing that. Um, other ghosts that have caught my eye in the past is... Uh, there's that... No, it's more vampires. Yeah, big everyone, time. Everyone fancies vampires. Big time. That's paraphilia. Is that paraphilia? So is there not vampophilia? Well, that also falls under paraphilia. So is that given as an example? It's like, have you ever? Did you ever see like the two thousand and one film Van Helsing? Yes, yeah, that those. was like soft. <laughs> <laughs> there was no storyline, but it was like, whoa, whoa, we were. <laughs> Even Van Helsing had like a ten pack. <laughs> He's so fit. Hey, so uh, there's two types: succubus and incumbus. Succubus is um, a demon or evil spirit who takes uh, on a female human to seduce men. So that's a type of 
So that's a type of ghost. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, and then there is an incumbus. An incumbus is a demon that is said to take on a, a male form, uh, and it seduces women into sex with the objective of impregnating them with its. <laughs> I won't finish that. But it's baby uh, demon. To make a baby demon. Satanic baby demon? Yeah. What's the word? I'm desperate to know. We'll find out after another song. But <laughs> Yeah. And then the final bit of this article is evidence. And it says there is no evidence for any of this. Okay. So it's all fat, like, like <laughs> make, believe. make believe. Yeah. What do you think? I was going to say facts. But it's all fiction. It's all fiction. Yeah. Stranger than fiction. Strange that you couldn't write no, it. No, fiction is... Yeah, fiction. It's all fiction. <laughs> nice one, mate. <laughs> all right. We're going to go for a quick song now. So... Th- Thanks for... Directs has just showed up. Oh, look alive, people. Look alive. <laughs> look alive. Yeah. And now on radio. <laughs> now on Radio Wandsworth, we're going to talk about how much we like it. And we're going to just chat about how great this company is. <laughs> so, now we now go to music by Hazley Without Me. Enjoy. Enjoy. And you're back with Sam Peck and Mark Ellings on Wandsworth Radio. So we're coming up to the end of our show, but it's been a very scary show. It's been a scary time for everyone, really. It's been very, and so now we thought we'd dip into how to overcome your phobia of the supernatural. Exactly. So for all you non-spectrophiliacs, yeah, we've got our feature wiki why. Go. So, the first point is, so how to stop fearing ghosts and paranormal phenomena. And we found the hot tips on the internet, Wiki Hawaii, and the first part is confronting your fears. Sam, do you confront your fears? Uh, Not enough, I think. What's your, do you have a phobia? Uh, Ants. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, being eaten alive by like a huge swarm of ants is like genuinely terrifying. Do you know ants outnumber humans a million to one? Yeah, but they're also like a millionth the size, aren't they? Well, why are you so scared of them then? Because if they genuinely decided to unite... They do. Uh, they're famous for their how much they unite. <laughs> yeah, but they're not uniting well enough, are they? Because well, if they outnumber us a million to one, why don't a million of them gather and create a superhuman and then they would fight us and actually win? Um, well, they do make rafts out of their own bodies. You've seen that, right? On old David Attenborough? No, I don't when watch like that. a million of them <laughs> Why don't you watch it? It's boring, isn't it? It's so boring, David Attenborough. Like, <laughs> change it up, what, mate. What? How many times do I have to talk about what are bleeding you, what? chimpanzees? <laughs> it's have true, you, you, You're saying that because you watched the latest one. Yeah. Did you see that when they beat up the main chimp? Yeah, David. And it's like the most depressing <laughs> scene because they beat the daylights out of him and then the, ne- and then the camera just pans over and it's just like this coward monkey with its thumb bitten off yeah it's horrible and and everyone's like love david attenborough and it's like why because and also didn't they intervene in in more recent penguin one oh what you don't like 
intervention. No. You, you think that the Penguins should have died. I haven't watched any of them, but I like Sam likes David Attenborough. He's playing devil's advocate. Yeah. No, I'm not. I honestly that the last series where it was like the deep blue one, where it's all about mountains under the water. Sam, that's boring. Sam. David Attenborough, pull your socks up. Well, he's if anyone's pulled their socks, it's David Attenborough. And also by publicly insulting David Attenborough, you've probably made various enemies uh, throughout the world. Um, <laughs> I'm just. What do I'm you want? Not afraid to say. What, what, what's you're, the you're, truth? You're is? just saying the truth. Yeah. This is truth that happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, what do you watch when everyone else is watching uh, the monkey getting beaten up? Uh, well, I was just out there learning, reading books, learning actual biology and ecology. Oh, so you're you're reading about osmosis? <laughs> I was, and the rain cycle. <laughs> so <laughs> next, um, <laughs> we didn't address any of those points. So confronting your fears. So. Um, identify what you're actually afraid of so you're afraid of ants yeah. ask yourself what's the worst possible outcome if these fears come true so the what? worst possible outcome for you is to be eaten alive by ants yeah ghost ants okay and you should also consider why you have that fear in the first place so were you touched inappropriately by an ant um, I wasn't touched inappropriately by an ant but I did no I think i just seen it in films because that's what happens I think it was in The Mummy or something where like they're buried up to their head and then people like pour honey on them and then they get eaten alive by like red ants. Oh, yeah. So, well, I don't have a fear of ants. I've got a fear of heights. Heights such a boring one. It's like, we live in the 21st century, you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're not like, you're, well, not, like, so bi- we- you're not building a cathedral in the 13th <laughs> century. <laughs> okay. I thought you were about to say, we've learned not to die from <laughs> heights. From heights. <laughs> yeah, we've evolved, bro. So next is, ask yourself reasoning questions. So, what am I? What am I afraid will happen to me if I see a ghost? Will it try to scare me? Say boo, like a cartoon, or do something annoying, like open all the cabinets? <laughs> so, oh, okay, I read that completely wrong. So, will it try to scare me? <laughs> will it say boo, or will it do something annoying, like open all? The, I don't think it's annoying opening the cabinets. I think it's terrifying. Yeah. Also, it is annoying though because the worst thing is when you when you are putting something away and then you lift your head and you bang your head. Yeah. On the corner, I've seen that happen to many people, including myself. <laughs> and it's one of the only times where I really have to try and not cry. I just, it makes me so angry. <laughs> if I hit my, if I stand up and hit my head, I get like such a blood boiling amount of rage that I can't talk. Yeah, and like people find it funny, because it is funny. Yeah, it's funny like, to look at. <laughs> and you're like, ah. <laughs> You're like, I am so upset. Yeah, and, yeah. like, and then if it bleeds, and it always makes a bump, which makes you look like a, Fool. <laughs> Makes you look like a fool. A fool. <laughs> am, am I next? Am I afraid because of a fictional piece of work, like a scary movie? This is your ants, like a fictional piece of work, like a scary movie or an urban legend. Has that made you afraid of ghosts? So the mummy making you afraid of ants is fictional. <laughs> You'd probably think the mummy would make you f- have an irrational fear of mummies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you managed to get ants out of the film well, what- exclusively about mummies. <laughs> Well, what have you got a fear of heights from? Evolution. 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 <laughs> I'm just looking out for my number one. Um, and then next point is how how likely is it that there is actually a ghost? Got to ask yourself that. Really unlikely. But I'll tell you what, there is a quite a real fear of is ants. Yeah. Well, they are everywhere. I had to do an ant genocide once. Oh, why are you bringing up the G word on radio? <laughs> oh, sorry. And, and 
You killed murder. a load of ants. I killed loads of ants. How did you do that? So essentially, it was summer of 2015. It was a boiling hot day. Summer of 15. Um, we realised that we were just getting like ants everywhere in the kitchen, and we found out that they had this huge nest. And when we moved in, there was like loads and loads and loads of ant poison everywhere. And we were like, I wonder why there's all this ant poison. Um, <laughs> and it was because obviously they had this huge ant problem. You lost it. So what we decided to do, and it's quite dark, is like put loads of ant poison at one of the exits. And then at the main entrance, we'd pour boiling hot water. Yeah. So that flush them. Flush them out and they'd go all into the, the ant poison and they were like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boiling water, that's. It's really like, horrible actually, isn't it? Like, we're yeah. like, we shouldn't be cruel to animals. But ants, though, will scold to death. Yeah, exactly. No, no problems. My mum loves animals, but I'll see her outside with a kettle at six in the morning. <laughs> have some of that have some of that you get out of my house you millions and millions of ants next next last point can a ghost kill me question mark is a ghost capable of harm at all or is it just scary and annoying <laughs> I don't know why they keep on saying that ghosts are annoying I don't think anyone thinks that ghosts are inconvenient no they're scary yeah. that's the whole point of a ghost is that they are scary mm, they're not like ah oh, ghosts made me late for the train again because uh, they blocked my doorway you'd be like oh my god Lord, how am I ever going to think normally again a ghost is in my house? Yeah, I am, I've got like serious issues now because of yeah. the ghosts. But I think we've been speaking about ghosts for quite a while now and we've actually reached the end of the show, which is, again, my least favourite part. I know Mark absolutely relishes the, <laughs> the chance for it to be over. Love it. Can't wait. Well, right. apparently we might be going to the pubs. Rare opportunity. Yeah, and then Mark's always like, why aren't we friends? And I'm like, because you're boring. <laughs> why aren't we friends outside of the radio? Because <laughs> I just need your voice. And like, I need your talents, that's it. I need your silky, smooth voice. But I've got a very sore throat because I'm ill, so I will be glad to stop talking. Yeah, I'll be, I'd be glad to stop talking just because I'm... Tired boy. Yeah, my brain is gone. Mm. I don't know how people do it for like nine hours. What, like um, Steve Wright? Does he? Well, how long is he on? Is he the breakfast guy? Steve Wright in the afternoon. I think he does like four hours. Well, some people on Wandsworth Radio do the sports show for three hours on a Saturday. Oh, the sports show. Yeah. I, I mean, it's pro probably great. Yeah, I bet it's great. <laughs> anyway, you've been listening to Shouldn't You Be Working with Sam Peck and... Mark Elling. Thank you very much for listening and tune in next week, 1 till 3 p.m. on Sundays. Have a lovely weekend or what's left of it. See ya. Bye. We're going to go to a song, Blur. We always end on it's this. because it's a quick song. Oh. It's easy. Anyway, have a great weekend, guys. Bye.